Welcome back to another episode of the Sexmancers Podcast. Hey, you know what? I've been going through and analyzing the past couple of weeks, and I realized something. My three-year-old cock blocks me. That's right, I said it. My three-year-old goes off and cock blocks me. There have been several nights in which me and my wife, we were really horny, and we really wanted to go at it. But what happened? My three-year-old refused to go to bed at night. That's right. So what would happen is he would go off, he would sneak in a nap during the day, and therefore he would be up late at night. By the time we would be able to get him to go to sleep and stay in his bed, guess what? We were way too tired to be even thinking about sex. So we would think, okay, you know what? We're going to try this in the morning. Right, We're going to try to go through and get away with morning nookie, see if we wake up before the kids. And then what would happen? Three-year-old would come in in the middle of the night, crawl into bed, and sleep there. So not only was he staying up so late that we were too tired, but he would also be coming into our bedroom in the middle of the night to ensure that we did nothing in the morning. I'm getting cock-blocked by my own kids. Now, my three-year-old is my youngest, and I don't know if, you know, there's some instinct there or whatever, you know, to try and go off and make sure that he remains the youngest child, which, if he could understand, I would be able to tell him, don't worry, there's no chance of any other pregnancies happening in this household. We've gone through and we've made sure of that. I already had a vasectomy to guarantee that there would be no more children. And yet, my three-year-old seems to be intent on preventing me and my wife from being able to get it on. And it's created a little bit of a hostile environment at times, as now there are two uh, horny adults going around, sexually frustrated, trying to deal with the fact that the kids are home all day, every day. Now, the older two, well, they don't seem to understand why mommy and daddy have been grouchy lately. And so it's interesting, isn't it? How you you don't expect that your kids would be the ones cock blocking you. And by the way, you know, we can go off and say cock block or we can say beaver damned, right? You know, there's that old joke, you know, how's your beaver referring to a woman in her pussy? And so, you know, whether you want to go off and say I was cock-blocked or she was beaver-damned or however you want to say it, there is no way to really account for the fact that your children are going to get in the way of your sex life. You know, and the only way to really be able to handle that or deal with that is to be on him all day, every day, wearing him out, but never letting him take a nap. Now, which means that we wouldn't be able to get anything else done. You know, we wouldn't be able to go through and, you know, get our online cells going. I wouldn't be able to get the podcast going. So finally, you know, we had to come up with something, something to get him to go to sleep, you know, at the right time, but not sleep during the day in order to be able to, well, enjoy our marital relations, enjoy our sex life. Now, the other two, they don't seem to have that problem. But when we go through and we take a look at the combination between the two kids, 
it does get really hard to be able to find time for sex. It does because we got one child keeping us up really, really late. And the other two children tend to wake up really, really early because they want to get in their video game plays. And, of course, with our youngest child who stays up late, always crawling into bed with us in the middle of the night, which also creates the issue that we have a hard time getting to sleep. So we seem to be you know, tired and horny, which is not really a great combination when you think about it, but that tends to be what's going on. And I don't know what is bringing this on. I mean, they've kind of done this, you know, off and on for a little while, but this seems to be the longest string in which the kids seem to be working together to prevent mommy and daddy from being able to get it on. And I don't know if this is a coordinated thing, you know, maybe they're just, you know, wanting to make sure that they don't hear mommy's orgasm through the wall in the middle of the night. You know, I wonder sometimes, you know, if they can hear that and if they have any clue what that means, what that's signaling, and that they're just thinking mommy and daddy shouldn't be able to do so. I mean, I really don't know how much kids know about all of this. And it's not like our walls are soundproof. So we've always kind of gone through and made sure to well, try to make it so that they're asleep when we do. You know, we try to be courteous that way. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't get in a little nookie, you know, sneaking off for a little bit here and there. And that usually entails just oral, but man, you know, getting cock blocked by your own kids? I wonder if that's a new low or how many people have experienced that. So give a shout out if you have kids and let me know how often your kids cock block you or beaver dam you or whatever phraseology that you want to use, but basically go off and seem to be working together to prevent you from getting laid with your spouse. And with that in mind, it seems like there's a lot of masturbation going on here in order to try and deal where trying to go off and while one is keeping the kids occupied, the other one is, well, self-pleasuring themselves. It seems to be about the only thing that we were able to get away with for a while. And it almost seems like we had to do a little bit of a rotation. Hey, you take the kids for about 20 minutes and I'll take the kids for the next 20 minutes. Of course, whoever got the, you know, first or the second 20 minutes got to relax afterwards and enjoy things a little bit more. And so it's one of those things where never thought that being married in your 30s that you would really be resorting uh, to doing that. But, hey, whatever it takes to be able to survive because we can't go around horny and all of that when we're trapped in the house with the kids. And I can tell you what, Dildo has really gotten a lot of use for her. Captain Dildo is his name, the sailor we've all heard about in some exotic port. He's always pulling in and out. He's laid down a code to which he subscribes, spreading peace and love and giving us good vibes. Captain Dildo, Captain Dildo, Captain Dildo, Captain Dildo, yo ho!
Now, as I've stated in the past, when it comes to sexual pleasure, it is a two-way street here. While it's the guy's job to make sure you women are getting pleasured, it's the woman's job to make sure she's pleasuring her man, right? And this isn't just, you know, the positions, the BDSM, and all of that stuff. It also involves oral sex. And guess what, women? Just because you're hot, you're sexy, or you have a pussy doesn't mean that you get to be lazy. It doesn't mean that you get to go off and decide, oh, I just don't want to do certain things. I just want to lie flat on my back and just enjoy everything as it gets done to me. Now, look, it's okay to be able to do that from time to time. And yes, there are some guys that you know, do like to dominate a lot. But for you women out there, there are times when you need to step it up and you need to bring your A game to the show. And listening around, I, I realize that there's probably uh, more girls who were talented and, you know, sexually back when I was a teenager than there are today. You know, so many women out there, you know, for whatever reason have just decided that, hey, they don't need to do anything, you know, besides lie there in, in order to make their men happy. Now, with that, that involves oral sex. Yes, women, I get it. You know, maybe you don't like it. You know, you need to adjust how you go at it so you don't gag. I get some of you don't like the idea of the guy coming in your mouth. But guess what? It's not always about you. Your job is about him. His job is about you. But with that all said, guys, guys, listen to me. You need to be considerate. When she does go through and she steps it up and she starts getting more active and she's starting to go down and giving you blowjobs, you need to be considerate. You need to, of course, give her a warning uh, just before you come. That way she can adjust and not choke, gag, or, you know, have something that induces vomiting, you know, because you're shooting it towards the back of her throat, which triggers her gag reflexes. So yes, you do need to go through and give her a little bit of a warning so that she can adjust the aim and maybe have it shoot more into the side of her cheeks. But also, you need to be considerate here about the position of the blowjob. Yes, you need to understand that it's not always comfortable for her to get into a position to give you a blowjob. Now, if you're lying flat on your back in bed while she's giving you a blowjob, hey, you know, that's not as bad. You know, she's got the bed there, you know, uh, to help, you know, get her comfortable. But there are plenty of other positions or other ways in which, you know, her giving you a blowjob can be rough on her a little bit. And regarding the location of the blowjob, whether it's in your house, whether you're standing or you're sitting while she's going at it, or whether you're going outside, you need to be very considerate of her because it is more than just, you know, her taking your cock in her mouth and sucking away. There are other considerations that you as a guy, do not need to be worried about because when you go down on her and you're eating her out, you know, of course, you're in a position where you're lying down. 
you know, where she's either lying down on her back and you're lying down with your head between her legs or you're lying down and she's straddling over your face. Either way, you're lying down and usually it is in a soft, comfortable spot. But for her, her giving a blowjob, well, that can be, you know, rough on certain body parts for her. You know, especially her knees, right? Especially her knees. Now, you can always tell uh, when a woman is definitely satisfying her man by, well, looking at the knees. You know, how worn out are the knees in her jeans or how worn out are the knees in any pants or leggings that she wears? The more worn out the knees are, the more she is helping her man out, the more she is taking care of business. Now, in the house, on the carpet, it's not as bad as, say, down in the middle of nowhere on a gravel road. But you need to be considerate of how rough giving you a blowjob is on her knees. And so, even though this is a joke, right, what I'm about to play here, I almost thought about launching a real product based off of this. But for you women out there who are reluctant to give blowjobs, not because you don't like having a dick in your mouth, not because you have a problem with him, you know, getting off in your mouth and it squirting all over your mouth. But for you women out there that are reluctant to give blowjobs because it hurts your knees, there are things that you can do, right? So one of the things that you can do is if you're in your house and you're getting ready to give a blowjob, have a pillow. Yes, that's right. Have a pillow. Just grab a pillow from somewhere and put it on the floor in front of him. And that way you have something giving your knees cushion while you're going down and giving him a blowjob. Now, of course, if you're out of the house, there are other things uh, that you can do. But in the house, this is one of those fun little things that you can do. You know, just randomly at times, just bring the pillow out and watch him get excited as he sees you with the pillow walking up to him to drop it down on the floor so that it comforts your knees. Now, of course, that will mean that you won't have such worn out knees in your pants and your leggings and making it hard for other people to see just how well you take care of your man. But your man will get excited every time he sees you grabbing that pillow. Now, if you're outside of the house and let's say you're on a gravel road, well, there are other things that you can, well, try out. When she goes down, she aims to please, but it's your heart on her knees. <laughs> on her knees. So when she's ready to cradle your nads, give her at a girl That's right. At a girl knee pads. There's the solution right there. But, you know, uh, this is one of those things where it's kind of funny because me and my wife, you know, we kind of joke about at a girl knee pads since we had heard about that a long time ago. And I almost thought about coming out with a line uh, for the Sexmancers uh, web store, you know, knee pads that just read at a girl. So you can go through and take a look at that. I know, I know it would seem strange 
you know, you're out there, you know, outside, you're deciding that you want to go down and give them a blow job just to give them the extra excitement. You know, does going through and putting on some knee pads to protect your knees while you're going down there, you know, will that take away from the fun or will that add to it? You know, will that add too much humor to allow you to be serious while you're going down on them or will it, um, you know, have them, you know, excited and funny. And can you imagine if you actually went through and got knee pads, women, and you were outside, you know, whether on a gravel road or in the woods, you decide to break them out, get your knee pads on, which, by the way, we keep uh, your knees, uh, your pants and all that clean if you're getting down on the ground uh, for a little bit. You go away, you're sucking away, all of a sudden you find or hear some people coming, you stand up, they come along, and they see you with knee pads on that says, add a girl. Can you imagine how funny that would be? Can you imagine what people would be thinking about that? But, you know, we kind of joke around about the idea of knee pads and all of that, but this all kind of comes around to the thing that, you know, for some women... You know, giving a blowjob is not about, you know, the, you know, having the guy's dick in their mouth. You know, that's not the problem. It's not about the cum shooting in their mouth. It's about how hard it is on their knees. And the older women get, the harder giving a blowjob is on their knees. And so we got to go through and think about some of the things uh, that you can do. And, you know, while knee pads are kind of a funny joke, you know, that, that's not really readily available or, you know, necessarily, you know, ease or convenient. You know, in the house, yeah, just grabbing a pillow real quick, there isn't anything to that. But, you know, guys, be considerate for her. You know, she's going down, she's taking the time to pleasure you, to worship your cock. You need to make sure that you're you know, treating her nicely, you're being considerate about the discomfort that that may cause her. And if your woman is listening to the show, then she knows that she is going off and that she is studying sex just as much as you, that she is going off and trying to study all the pleasure points, all the different techniques, that she is putting time into watching some porn just for ideas in which to pleasure you with. So if she's going through and doing all of that, of course, you got to be nice and considerate. And if your woman out there is going through and saying, hey, you know what? Practice makes perfect. I'm going to jump your bones as often as it takes for me to be perfect in bed. Worship that woman. Worship her. And for you women out there, go ahead. Talk to all your girlfriends. You know, talk to you know, other women about their sex life. And if your guy is putting in the time and effort to make sure that you are brought to, you know, the height of pleasure every single time, well, if you talk to a bunch of other women, you'd realize that that is not necessarily the norm and appreciate that guy. Go out there and make sure that he is, you know, really well, cherished is one of the things that we would say. Now, one of the things uh, that is interesting, and I don't know whether this is a 
symbolizes a sad state or not. But there is a challenge that is going on online, you know, the naked surprise challenge, where women, uh, although they don't re, you know, show themselves naked, you know, are going off and showing that they have nothing on under their robe, right? Then they turn the camera away from them, drop the robe, and go walking out into the middle of, you know, whatever room their guy is in, and they're buck naked. You know, just to see what his reaction is. Now, I don't know whether or not this is something that's encouraging, seeing that women are more and more going out there and just walking into the room where their man is at, buck naked saying, come get it, big boy. That, on the one hand, that is nice. That is encouraging. On the other hand, seeing the guy's reaction in these videos and how surprised they are and how they fall all over themselves. It almost makes me think that this is a little bit sad here, that this is something that's not going on regularly. Women, what have I been telling you all this time? You know, that you need to, you know, take control of your sexuality, be confident and go after him, hunt him down for sex from, you know, time to time, at least half the time. And so the fact that there are so many guys that are surprised, taken back, and falling all over themselves because their uh, wife, girlfriend, you know, whatever, has decided to suddenly walk out in front of them buck naked to see, you know, their reaction and to initiate sex. You know, this is something that you should be doing quite often. You know, women, you know, my wife used to do this until we had kids. All right. So, I mean, this is something that you do if you don't have kids. If you have kids, then doing this kind of depends on whether or not you think the kids are going to stay away so that they don't catch you. The last thing they need to see is their own mama naked and their own daddy naked. I mean, we don't want to traumatize the kids here. But if you don't have kids, women, you should be doing this. I know uh, before we had kids, you know, my wife, you know, even when uh, we were just dating, every so often would, you know, disappear or go off and, you know, do her own thing. And then she would strip naked and then come walking out into uh, whatever room that I was in. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. But that wasn't, you know, a, a rare occurrence. I mean, not, you know, not prior to kids. And we would go off and we would also have sex all over the house. You know, can't do that with kids. Even if you believe that the kids are going to be asleep, right? And that they're not going to wake up. It kind of, you know, gets a little, well, how should I say this? You go off, you have sex on the couch, and then the next day your kids are sitting on the couch. It kind of, you know, it's a bit of a discouragement. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, maybe that's not such a great thing. You know, so I, I understand that. But if you are in a situation where you don't have kids, you should, women, be walking out there naked, you know, in front of your guy, whether your guy's watching uh, TV, playing video games, or, you know, just relaxing, you know, reading a good book. You know, do this, do this and see what his reaction is. And if his reaction is such that he is surprised and falling over himself, let that be a sign that you are not initiating nearly enough. 
Now, I do know that a couple of people where her walking around the house naked, you know, is nothing new. I mean, they don't have kids. And when she is home and not planning on going anywhere and doesn't expect anybody to come over to the house, she likes to be nude, you know, which, you know, as a guy, I kind of like that idea, you know, where, you know, anytime that you're just in the house, not planning to go anywhere, you're just walking around naked. We call that easy access. And for guys, guys like easy access. They like to be able to go through and just walk up to you and whip it out or, you know, uh, or just be able to walk up to you, bend you over and go at it. Now, that isn't necessarily romantic. I get that. And you shouldn't be doing that, you know, a whole lot. But allowing your guy to be able to do that from time to time, you know, is a nice thing. You know, so, you know, if you want to go through and really, you know, get your guy paying attention to you a lot, be a nudist in your own home. Uh, you'll have him chasing after you or whenever you're you know, in the mood or, you know, whenever you're, you know, willing to just walk around the house naked, wait to see how long it is before he comes up to you and starts uh, having sex. And the whole point here is that the naked surprise challenge shouldn't be a challenge. That should be something that happens on a regular frequent basis. And the fact that guys are falling all over themselves when they see their, you know, girlfriend, fiancés and wives walking out in front of them naked kind of goes off and lets me know that you girls are not initiating sex enough. And this all goes back to the point where just because you're hot and you got a pussy doesn't mean that you get to be lazy. Doesn't mean that you just get to sit there and or lie back enjoy or be the one that you know, he pursues, you need to pursue after him. You know, as I go through and I take a look here at the current state of the culture, I realize that I would not be able to survive as a teen today. And that is probably because of the Me Too movement. You know, because let's face it, when you're dating around and you're starting to initiate sex, you kind of go by feel, right? You kind of go by what body language is and you try to go by, you know, the flirtation and you make your move, you see whether or not she rejects it and pushes it away. But now because of the me too movement, you know, the, her not rejecting advancements and her, you know, just going along with it is not enough. You need to get to the point where she says, yes, the affirmative. Yes. It's getting so bad that there are actually apps out there, at least I've read about some, where by before initiating sexual, um, you know, contact or activity, you're basically filling out a contract consenting to having sex, right? And you're almost pre-planning what is and isn't off limits before you have sex. And then you wait until everything is signed. Now, how romantic is that? How attractive is that? Ooh, baby, you want to have sex? Sure. Okay, fill out this contract. Uh, don't forget to sign here, initial here, initial here, and put your hard nose here. All right, and then once you got it, we're going to go, baby. Yeah, that's sure going to kill the mood, isn't it? I mean, I would never be able to go along with that. Now, I would go through, uh, when I was, you know, younger, I would 
take things slowly as I was initiating sex. Of course, there would be, you know, a lot of kissing, but as far as my hand moving around her body, I would go through and inch it, you know, little by little. And as long as she wasn't pushing it away and she was, you know, fully engaged, I would take that as a yes. But, uh, you know, in today's world, you can't do that as a teenager. So thank God, you know, that I'm at the age that I am and I'm married. I don't, I already have a contract in place. It's called the marriage license. Now, does that mean I get to go through and just take her even if she says no? No. Uh, but it means that as long as she doesn't say no and doesn't reject uh, the advancements because she's not in the mood, as long as she's going along with it, yes, it's okay to go forward. You know, we don't need to get to the place where we need contracts in order to have a one-night stand as a single people. You know, this is why I'm glad that I am not in that boat anymore, that I'm not, you know, in the singlehood. because. My God, some people out there will just go off and give you a yes and then go off and try and claim, oh, no, it wasn't a yes. I said no. You know, if they don't like uh, your career or if they wanted more of a relationship and you were just looking for a one night stand. I mean, there's so much of this, you know, stuff that is going on that, you know, it's just not okay. And because of the Me Too movement, you know, guilty until proven innocent. No, and sex usually involves just you and your partner. So there's really nobody there to be able to go through and determine whether or not it was consensual. It's all based off of, well, who do, who do people believe, you know? And then there's this whole believe all women. Unless, of course, you know, there's a political motivation. You know, then it's like, well, believe all women, depending on who, what political side that it goes on, you know, which and this isn't uh, about politics, but yeah, I mean, you get the idea there, you know, that, you know, well, I guess I just remember, you know, growing up that there were a few one night stands in which, you know, the girl there was thinking or expecting it to be more than what it was. I just can't imagine what today would be and what my sons are going to have to deal with if they find themselves in the same situation whereby, oh, what? You're not going to date me exclusively now? Oh, I'm going to ruin your life. Jeepers. So, you know, it, I just find it kind of strange and interesting that we are now getting to the point where we almost feel like we need to be filling out contracts before we go through and start. Well, having sex. In any event, uh, there is some news uh, that had went on that had some people outraged. And I don't know who this rapper is, but apparently there's a rapper, uh, T.I.'s, you know, T.I. or Ty or I'm not quite sure how it's, you know, pronounced or spelled. But apparently every year, he pays uh, to uh, for his daughter's annual checkup, and during that checkup, you know, he has her tested uh, for virginity to prove that she isn't yet sexually active. Now, there's uh, of course, you know, some conflict here. You know, uh, there's the whole well, if you want my money, then you got to prove that you're abstaining from sex. 
you know, and we could say whether that's because he's controlling or whether it's because he wants to, you know, do the one and only thing that is effective and guarantee that she doesn't become a single mother as, you know, as a teenager or early 20s. And this article here by The Independent, you know, goes off and talks about how guys are trying to control women's sexuality and all that. And so, I mean, the idea of having an overbearing father wanting to protect his daughter so that she doesn't get, you know, pregnant and become a single mother. I mean, that's just, we can debate, you know, how far a father should go on that. But of course, you know, the article goes off and goes, well, you know, they're not having a son tested for virginity, but that's because there is no test for male virginity, right? There is no way to test that. The How a woman is tested is by whether or not her, what is it, her hymen is intact or whether or not this uh, skin that, you know, covers uh, the opening of the, va- of the vagina uh, has been broken or breached or, you know, how the walls are. You know, because women's, you know, um, pussies and hip structures and all of that kind of change once they start becoming sexually active. And there is a little skin covering. Now, of course, that little cover uh, over the vaginal uh, hole uh, during uh, the time uh, before they're, you know, sexually active can be broken by a tampon. I, I, I get that. And so... I mean, I guess if she's willing to give up her inheritance, she doesn't need to go through with that. But, you know, a father-daughter thing, I mean, there's an old joke about guys who, once they have a daughter, become lifetime members to the NRA, you know, in order to protect them. But this does go through here and talk about something, um, you know, about a woman's virginity. Because, well, guys do highly prize virgins. We do. We highly prize virgins, especially, you know, as teenagers and all of that. You know, as we get older, we realize that our chances of finding a virgin at our age is next to impossible. So we try and find as many virgins as we can while we are young. Why? Well, because a woman's first time, that's when she's going to be the tightest, which feels oh so good. You know, a woman who is just so tight, you know, really gives off a lot of friction. And that's the main reason why a guy goes off and values a woman who's a virgin is because it just feels so much better that first time. And then afterwards, you know, we know that if we're the only guy that she has had sex with, it is perfectly formed to us, perfectly formed you know, to fit us. And so it's nice and tight. It's, you know, basically a custom fit to us. And, oh, man, it feels so good. You know, I've had, a you know, a virgin or two, uh, you know, when I was young. And, woo, it was always so nice. Now, of course, over the years, you know, it doesn't really matter because after a kid or two has popped out, well, there is no tight form fitting, but there is things uh, that you women can do to try and help simulate, you know, what it's like to be with a virgin for your guy. You know, one of the things uh, that you can do is, 
you know, do your Kegels, you know, you know, really flex your muscles down there to try and keep it all nice, tight and packaged, you know, and make sure it provides him great friction and so that it feels really, really good to him. You know, but there are other things uh, that you can do. Uh, there are creams and other things that you can apply to your pussy down there in order to tighten it up and give him that virgin feeling. Yes, like a virgin. That's right. If you can go off and find something that gives him that like a virgin feel for you, that is something that will, well, if you're looking for a birthday gift, that may be something to do. If you're looking for something that's really going to get him going, you know, not only, you know, do the naked surprise challenge, but use one of those tightening creams. To give them that like a virgin feeling. That is something that you can do on special occasions in order to get him, you know, woo, feeling great, dancing, getting him all excited. And in return, maybe he can go off and do one of these online pharmacies and, you know, get a blue pill or two and surprise you with some porno dick. And can you imagine getting tightening cream, you know, to get that like a virgin feel and he's off with Viagra getting a porno dick for you? Woo! I'm guessing there's going to be plenty of friction to get you both off. And of course, you may be uh, needing to experiment uh, just a little bit in order to figure out, well, how much to use. You know, how much uh, tightening cream is enough to get the effect that you need without it hurting and feeling like, you, you know, without it giving you that like a virgin feeling. Because, yeah, I get it, women. You didn't like, most of you, your first time. It was painful. It was uncomfortable. It was ouch, ouch, ouch. So, you know, you might have to try and adjust to figure out just how much tightening cream you need to adjust to his little blue pills so that you both get the nice effects and the feels that you are wanting. Woo! All right, all right, all right. So, in any event, uh, that's it uh, for this episode of the Sex Mancers Podcast. I thank you so much for tuning in. I take a look at the download numbers, and, you know, I, I, I am amazed. I never thought that when I launched this podcast, that it would grow to what it is today, that it would attract the audience that it was. I mean, heck, I named it Sexmancers. I mean, right there should have uh, given the the impression that this was a male chauvinistic show or something. And yet I'm surprised uh, as I go through the analytics and how many people are, you know, giving me the this is my favorite podcast and finding out how many of you are women out there. I mean, I thought if I attracted any audience whatsoever that it would be men, but I'm finding out that a lot of you women like and enjoy this show. So thank you so much for that. All right. All right. That's it uh, for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I will be back again soon.